And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Uh, I probably won't talk to you before the, the date itself, so this is the last time I'll probably be able to say Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween to you too, sir. My good friend, Durango Canyon Matthews at the DC Matthews. What is, uh, what is currently, we're recording a few days before, what is the current plan for your favorite holiday? Um, no plan, really. I mean, I will go to work. I will give a lecture. I will come home. I assume we will hand out the candies, you know, light up the house. I did put up window monsters. Um, though some of the lighting is not in the same shape it was previously, and I don't think I'm gonna be able to fix it before the time. I'll have to do some makeshift stuff, but it'll it'll look nice anyways. Um, and I won't do the elaborate stuff I used to do outside. I'm just gonna do the window monsters and call it a night. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Um there's this horror movie that was playing on, on very few screens like three weekends ago. And then it did well that they expanded it the next weekend. They expanded it the next weekend. And this weekend, it's actually playing uh, at a theater that's actually somewhat close to us. Okay. And I really want to go see it. But, but the time isn't great because it's like either like six o'clock at night or like 10 o'clock at night. And like six o'clock at night just doesn't really work. Because that's when uh, my dog needs to get his medicine. So like six o'clock doesn't really work. And then 10 o'clock would work, but it's just so late. And I'm an old man that I don't know that I want to go to a movie theater at 10 o'clock at night. Um, Even for a small run horror movie. Because frankly, I'll be able to stream it the next week anyways. I I don't know. But it would be nice. I feel like I like seeing some movies in a theater with other people. And this movie sounds like it would be a hell of a hoot. Um, to see. And then the movie is Terrifier 2. I've talked about Terrifier on these airways before. I, I, I was, I think I said it was probably the best slasher movie I'd seen in the last decade. Very misogynistic, uh, very gory, um, etc. And then it had its rough parts, but it sounds like this second one is just amped up to the nines, to the to 11, let's say, even. And I don't know, man. I've been hearing some wonderful things about it and i i do i think it would be really good to see with a crowd but i don't know that's gonna happen so is this the one with the clown yes it is and somebody cleft in twain indeed i think i saw like a still shot of it or maybe they like it was like the thumbnail for a youtube trailer and i was like i know that guy yeah i want to see that movie you should go yeah, I mean, it would be one thing if I went by myself. Like, I could probably s- swing that no problem. <coughs> but what's the fun of going by yourself? I don't know. You put on the clown makeup and you just keep moving and sitting behind different people. Uh, will you be bringing candy to uh, people at work? No. No, I don't do that. Will you be uh, working in a costume? No, I don't think so. Do you have a Halloween-type shirt that you can wear to at least be somewhat seasonal? I do not. Okay. 
So nobody in your professional life will know that you are this uber horror fan and great admirer of Halloween. Mm, if they ask. I want to get, I, I want to get, because um, I used to, ha- I think I still have it downstairs somewhere. Uh, we used to, as you know, we used to work at a haunted hayride. There was yes. one, there's a few years that I worked as Freddy Krueger. That was my character. And I have like a ragged red and green striped sweater. Like, yeah, it was, you know, is it, it came that way from a Halloween shop. It's all ragged at the edges. I would like to get an actual like nice red and green striped sweater. And like just, I would just wear that on Halloween. No other nods or anything like that. Just the red and green sweater. And that's it. Just to see, just to see if anybody even notices in this day and age. And if they do, they automatically get an A. Automatically, yes. Are you going to have them all come in and sit down and go, here's our lecture for the day. Let us watch this Giallo classic and talk about how this influenced modern, you know. I have to believe I would be fired for that, right? I don't know. Like, you know, you're allowed to cancel a class. You're allowed to. I think you could preempt a class for a horror movie. You think so? I suppose it depends. It depends on which one. Like, it would be one thing if I was like a film studies teacher. Well, yes, but like, but like, if people showed up expecting, you know, biology or whatever, and then I put on a horror movie that's rated R and it's got gore and adult themes. I don't get me wrong; everybody in the class is an adult, but I feel like the context is important. I don't know. I feel like that would be frowned upon at best. Probably, probably you'd wind up getting some emails. I know you you said your emails have slowed down. You're not get, hearing anything. Oh, yeah, that's that's exactly what I said. You're not hearing anything from your students anymore. Not at all. But, so quiet. Uh, well, I'm glad I have we haven't decorated. Uh, we have some candy. We have some airheads. My wife is great. Don't you just tape them to your door? We have done that in the past. I think this year we will probably. So I have, I, I was smart and took the day after Halloween off because it's a Monday. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not working that Tuesday. That's not happening. Um, so we can, you know, we'll probably watch some, something in the living room and, you know, answer the door and hand out airheads since my wife is good about buying candy that neither of us like. So <laughs> you don't like airheads. I, I remember enjoying airheads as a kid, but I'm not going to say airheads are one of the candies that I'm like, this could break my teeth and my teeth are fragile enough to begin with airheads. Aren't they like super like chewy, sticky sort of like, Oh, um, yeah. For a second, when you're saying break your teeth, I was thinking you meant like something hard. No. They're not hard. No. But yeah, I mean, they're not super sticky, but they are chewy. Yeah. Um, but they kind of actually, earheads kind of have like this, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a certain texture to them, almost like they're powdered or something, which makes them a lot less sticky, a lot less tacky than a lot of other taffies. Mm. In terms of taffies, I would call them relatively not sticky. Yeah. Um, I don't but know. I broke regardless. a tooth on a piece of dry pasta. So I, I, you know, that's hard. I suppose that's true. Maybe I'll have one. If they have a mystery flavor one, maybe I'll have one of those. While yeah, maybe while we're doling out the sweets, but 
Either you way. You got me on Amazon looking for long sleeve striped shirts now. My goodness. Do you want a you know if I find anything? Do you want a and and like official replica one or do you just want one that hints at the the implication and allows the Oh, I think it would be like 100% that shirt. Just, you know, not ragged, not made up to look like Halloween, just like just a normal collar, normal sleeves, just yeah. Just happens to be you red know, and white. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Those are colors that everyone wears. Around Christmas. That's it. People will just think you got your holidays mixed up. Uh, but yes, yes. Happy Halloween season. Uh, you know, happy Diwali. If we have anyone who celebrated Diwali this past week, uh, happy Diwali to you. Um, it was, I thought of you, it was happy National Cranky Coworker Day today. Fuck you. <laughs> yep, that's the proper reaction. <laughs> it's on the website and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you, you said before we started that there's not much new going on. We took a week off. Uh, our, my schedule's crazy. You've got slides and things and, you know, all sorts of things. You have anything to report? Anything for the good of the order? Anything you think might make for podcast fodder? Um, I mean, I talked about how I wanted to see that movie. Yeah. Um, CM Punk's dog supposedly injured in the brawl, uh, but I, I've heard that that's bullshit. Yes, also, so. I, when I left for work this morning, they were saying that the dog was involved. When I got back from work this afternoon, they were saying that didn't happen. No one had ever heard of it. And if the dog had gotten hurt, then it would be uh, Kenny and the Bucks that we would probably never see on. Well, unless it was a steel throwing the chair and it landed on the damn dog. Like, you don't know. I suppose that is true. Is that, su- that guy's name? A steel? You got it name? perfectly right. So I don't even know who the hell that guy is. Like, I had never heard of him like two weeks before the brawl. And I've already kind of forgotten who the hell he is. So uh, he wrestled in the very, very early days of TNA like weekly pay-per-view era TNA. Um, he was in a group, like he was managed by the same guy who managed AJ Styles. So he's he's kind of of that ilk, the Styles Daniels ilk. Who was the manager? Uh, Mortimer Plumtree. Oh, yeah, I remember that guy. With the sweater vests and the... What was the name of that guy with the, um, the, the whole devil outfit? What was that guy? Father James Mitchell. Yes, James Mitchell. Or the Sinister Minister, as he was known in ECW. Yes. Yes. I liked him, too. Yeah. You know, Impact Plus is enjoyable. I got to get back into it. My, my, you know, wrestle watching outside of watching all the Halloween Havocs, which was was a pretty hefty endeavor. Um, You know, I've kind of fallen by the wayside. I still don't have a TV in here. So... I got to I got to get back into that cuz you know watching the weekly TNAs are good but Ace Steel you know, the only reason I know remember him is he just had these like wide wild eyes that you could tell were not like he wasn't like intentionally widening his eyes he just was one of those people like a Steve Buscemi he had almost like forgive me but kind of like the bug-eyed look and you know maybe it was all the coke he looked like he could bite yeah yeah he looked like he would bite somebody so okay. when it ha- yeah, when it right. happened, I was like, "Yep." Did, did I heard rumors that Kenny and the the Bucks were supposed to be back 
maybe last night? Did that happen? Because like, I wasn't paying attention. I didn't see anything about. I heard that they were supposed to come back. Uh, Kenny and the Bucks. Let's see. Kenny and the Bucks. Uh, they had a vignette. There was apparently a vignette. Let's see here. A video was shown of video clips and sound bites showcasing big moments from their careers. However, each time clips were shown, the video would pause and the elite were seen vanishing from the frame. So, I don't know. And that that aired, though? Yes, supposedly. Following the opening match, this vignette aired. And they tweeted about it with, like, the wide-eyed emoji and some question marks. Okay, so they're coming back. Report said, da, 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 da. Uh, Punk's camp responded. The report said that he had not been contacted by AEW. He didn't think it was a big deal. He claims that two of his dog's teeth were knocked out. Um, yeah. And now, you know, this week, Twitter was just like, so, you know, do you think Triple H is going to want CM Punk back? Do you think he's going to be bringing. Are we going to see CM Punk returning to, you know, WWE? And I was just like, after this, you think that's what's going to happen? Let's let's take the, you know, drain on our finances and, you know, backstage personality and such. And let's bring that over here. No, no. Maybe in like eight or ten years, they'll come back for a segment. They'll hit somebody with the go to sleep. And I hope he just disappears and we never see him again. I would be perfectly fine with that too, but you know, they may do something for him in the Hall of Fame after, you know, so long, but I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, uh let's see. There was we had NXT Halloween Havoc um this week. I did watch that. Um that was Fine. It did not make me immediately watch Tuesday's program, but it was fine. There was a good ladder match, and um, I'm just going to say some names of people you don't know. Uh, Julius Creed and Damon Kemp had a good ambulance match. Never heard of him. Uh, Apollo Crews fought Grayson Waller in a casket match for some reason. Grayson Waller? Grayson Waller. Waller. Okay. Uh, Let's see what other matches. We had Braun Breaker against Ilya Dragunov and J.D. McDonough. I have no idea who any of these people are. I've heard of Braun Breaker. That's it. Yeah. J.D. McDonough is the former Jordan Devlin, who I think we saw in like the UK tournament. So you might know. He was. He's the guy who looks like Finn Balor. Yeah, he looks like Finn Balor Jr. Um, what was there was women's matches? Oh, Alba Fire took on Mandy Rose. Okay, Alba Fire is the former Kaylee Ray, who now, of course, has to have a new name. Why? Because that's how they do things. Sometimes some of them get new names and some of them don't. J- Jordan Devlin got a new name. Kaylee Ray got a new name, but Ilya Dragon is uh. Did Bray Wyatt do anything? Uh, he had last week on SmackDown. He had a little vignette 
in which he talked about, you know, he didn't get to finish what he said the week before, but that's okay. Did we, oh, we have not talked since his first promo. Did you see his first promo? No. I recommend it because it is the first time the promo itself is him talking as him. Like, I I would even go so far as to say it's a, a Wyndham promo, not even a Bray Wyatt promo. Like, he's talking like a real person. He's not speaking in riddles. He's not speaking in code. He's like, you know, I went away for a while, and I wasn't sure I wanted to come back, and I wasn't sure any of you wanted me to come back, and then people were wishing me well, and, like, people would see me out on the street, and they were like, when are you coming back? We really miss you. We need you. And, you know, it was a nice promo, and then, of course, it gets cut off. You know, they cut to black, and... There starts being like a vignette up on the screen of him talking in, you know, more of a different voice. And so it makes you wonder if if this is going to be Bray Wyatt battles his own demons. Like, is he going to have to fight, you know, some of his, you know, he's battling with the dark forces in his mind to try to, so I thought it was an interesting way of doing it. Not, not at all the promo I expected. Um, okay. So, you know, I, I'm assuming he's not going to wrestle at crown jewel, which is the next show. Maybe he shows up at survivor series, which is late November. I want to say survivor series war games. Great. Great. But great. But yes. So, you know, uh, Ava Rain is now on NXT TV. I know you've been excited to see Ava Rain. I don't know who that is. That is The Rock's daughter. Oh, I could give a shit about them. (laughs) (sighs) You go see Black Adam yet? No, I've heard it was garbage. And you know know what? The, The first time I heard that they were making a a DC superhero movie, I said. Oh, that's going to be garbage. And it turned out that was right. But now James Gunn is in charge, so everything's okay. I don't give a shit. I'm done. I'm done with superheroes. Superheroes suck. They're just, they're so boring. My God. I'll go watch a clown kill people, but I am done with fucking superheroes. They're so fucking boring. They're all the exact same fucking movies. Like, I'm I'm done. Done. So no, you gotta pass on Deadpool three. Yeah, probably. I imagine I will watch it someday, but like I didn't watch Deadpool and Deadpool two until years later. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I don't know, man. All right. Well, then once more, you know, this is not the piece of positivity, but once more, I find myself in a position where I need to go on a quest for Doc's joy. Did you did you see Black Adam? No, I'm not going to a theater. Uh, we will probably bring our set. We will go see Wakanda Forever. Uh, why? Because I'm interested. Don't support that trash. Why? Why wouldn't I? I want to go see Namor. I want to see. You Don't know. go see movies with lead actors and actresses who are the most problematic thing in the fucking existence. I'm not going to go Boycott see the Flash. That shit. I'm not going to see the Flash. Hmm. I want to see Angela Bassett in a Black Panther costume. I want to see, 
Namor flying around with his winged ankles and, you know, how they're turning it in from Atlantis into kind of a ancient Mayan, you know, Tenochtitlan sort of situation that, you know, I find. So we will, we will go see that. I'll wait for Black Adam to come out for free somewhere before I see that. I've, I've heard mixed things. I've heard the movie itself isn't good, but it was entertaining which is kind of how people talked about like Aquaman and quite frankly, a lot of DC superhero movies, parts of it are entertaining. I want to see, I, I'm interested in seeing how they portray Dr. Fate. Um, I don't care at all about Hawkman. Uh, I know there's a big cameo at the end, which people are excited about. So. Great. Just waiting. At some point you're just going to like, end the call and just like finish the podcast on your own. I don't care. I'll go see a bizarro movie. If they make one of those. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that James Gunn is the be all. James Gunn might make a bizarro movie. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, James Gunn is creative enough that he might be like, we have this character named resurrection man where like he, every time he dies, he comes back with a superpower related to how he died the last time. And eventually he comes up, they, they invent this technology that will evaluate what, you know, the situation is and will kill him in exactly the way to get him the powers that he needs for the current situation. I'm like, I watch that movie. I'll watch Resurrection Man. I'll watch a man thing. Is it? No, it's man things. Uh, Marvel Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing's DC. Right. Isn't Swamp Thing DC? Isn't Swamp Thing and Man Thing the same? No, they're two different things. They're, you I, know, know they're, I know they're two different things, but aren't they both Marvel? No. No, yeah, okay. Swamp Thing looks like it's DC. Yeah. I'd okay. watch a Swamp Thing movie. If they, you know, there were, me, there me, were two Swamp Thing movies, so you should go watch those. I, I probably should go watch those, but didn't Neil Adams do a Swamp Thing run? I feel like I've heard Kevin, Adam, or Kevin Smith talk about it. Oh, Neil Adams. Sure. Not Neil Gaiman. Neil Adams, who has passed away. Well, that's unfortunate. But, um, yeah, you know, I think if you, if you play deep enough in the DC toy chest, you can, you can have some fun. So the, the, the suicide squad was way better than the first one. Uh, it's the only good DC movie they've made. You know? I'm not counting like the, some of the Batman stuff, no, some of the Batman stuff. That's his whole separate uh, shot. That, that was a separate, right, genre that was all separate thing. But, like um, since they had this DC universe push. Yeah. I've heard they're making a Green Lantern show, I think, that focuses on Jon Stewart. I'd watch that. So, Jon Stewart? Not the Daily Show Jon Stewart, a different Jon Stewart. I would watch that. That'd be great if Jon Stewart played the <laughs> Green Lantern. I would watch that. I've used my the power of will to create a 1978 Gremlin car that I will drive to save the day. Oh, man. Powers limited only by your imagination. And somehow everybody just makes a big fucking fist with it. Or a gun. Yeah. 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 Do you have a bidet? Are you, are you yeah. a bidet owner? Oh, yeah. Do you have a full bidet or do you just have like the toilet seat with the bidet underneath? A uh, bidet underneath, like a bidet attachment. Yeah, that is not not that is not powered, so it's not heated or anything like that. Just okay, your absolute basic bidet. 
And even at that absolute basic, you still recommend it? Yes. Far superior to bathroom tissue? Yes. I think so. My wife hates it. I think it's the best thing since sliced bread. Why does she hate it? I don't think she cares for the sensation. Whereas you love the sensation. Oh, I just sit there all day. I just plant it for 45 minutes. Do you... Bullseye! Do you get up first or do you stay seated? I stay seated. Okay. What kind of water pressure do you get? Uh, decent. Yeah, decent. Power yeah. wash levels. Of the, but you can control the level. Like, I mean, you yeah, know. Dial? Yeah, there's a dial. Right. All right. Would you want to upgrade to a heated model? Yes. This, see, this is the thing. You will spend... The only problem is, like, I'd have to have an electrician out to install an outlet <laughs> right next to the crapper, and I just don't want to pay for that. An extension cord? Not going to work? Eh, that's, 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 that's too much of a hassle. Yeah. All right. Tripping over that stuff. Yeah, no good. No good. But someday. But, someday. but your downstairs bathroom is small enough that you probably could access a plug. No, because it's the only plug is on the opposite side. It, no, it's not going to work. No, no, not not without tripping over an extension cord every time you go in the bathroom. Well, weren't you going to bring an electrician out for the, the Mustang? I mean, I did that almost a year ago at this point, but yes. All right. <laughs> to to me, uh huh. There are there are a great many things you will spend money on. Sound bar for the TV, servers for your. I will spend money on anything I can do myself. But when you ask me to spend money on a service that somebody else provides, no, that's it's not that I don't want to spend it. I just don't like talking to people. I don't like calling people. I don't like soliciting people. I don't like asking for quotes. I don't like trying to figure out who my best option is. I just no interest in doing any of that. And shit. as and as someone with a decent amount of technical skill, you don't do you just not mess with electricity. No, I'll mess with electricity, um, but I don't think I have the know-how to tap into an existing circuit, run new wiring through the wall, get it over to where I need it, cut out the drywall, and install a new box. That I won't do, but if you need me to swap out a light switch, I'll do that. If you want me to swap out an outlet, I can do that. If you want me to install a new light fixture, I can do that. But when it comes time to like getting things in walls and routing them places and shit, yeah, that's where I it's not that's not the danger. It's just at that point, I don't ha- I don't have any of those skills in terms of like drywall and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I never learned it. And I'm not sure I could learn it, but I just have no desire to at this stage of my life. So if there was a a, a lovely last listening to this who was looking to get her loving husband something for Christmas, she could be the person to call said electrician and maybe get said quote and do the legwork so that way you could have a nice... I mean, I don't think Mrs. Matthews is going to get permission from your landlords to get that installed. No. I... I'm intrigued by the bidet. I don't... I've, I've not tried to sell it. I'm more just saying... I think Mrs. Manson should do this work for you and get you a bidet so you can have warm, high-pressure water on your scrotum. Yeah, something tells me she doesn't want to do that either. 
Wow, but and you don't blast your scrotum. What do you? Why what do you think you? a bidet does? Washes the general area. Well, I mean, I guess you. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could aim it towards the genitals if you wanted. I'm just saying, if you're gonna clean, get in there. Oh, clean it gets the in thing. there. <laughs> but if something tells thing. me, I don't know, man. I don't think you would like pressurized water hitting your nuts. I think that would hurt. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're in Casino Royale. Yeah, exactly. Did you see that movie? Uh, which one? Yes, I've seen them uh, both. So yes. Oh, well, and then and actually, if you read the book, it's even a more horrible description than the movie. But I did not read the book. I tried reading like one of the early, probably the first one, and I just decided the writing was so incredibly bad for me and Fleming that I just I. Didn't even finish that book, and I read none of the others. I read Casino Royale. I think that is the one um, Bond book I've read. And I've seen very few Bond movies. Um, I think we've talked about that at some point. Uh, But, you know, it's just, that's just not my, again, like I said, I want superheroes. Put Jaws in every movie, maybe I'll watch. Uh, Jaws was in some of those movies. Every one. Oh, uh, okay. I want I want Jaws Bond. Get rid of James Bond altogether and just let Jaws solve all these things. Uh, that's a choice. Yeah, it's the one I'm making. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it from the world of wrestling. Not a lot else going on. Um, we did, you know, when we were getting ready to record last week, I did ask uh, some of our UK friends to chime in. And try to explain what in the hell is going on over there with their government. You know, things have changed, obviously, since then. But we do have an email for that. Uh, Shall we move to the emails? Is there anything else you would like to discuss? Any pumpkin concoctions you've had without spoiling your piece of positivity? No, not really. Um, The only other thing I can think of to talk about is Elon Musk apparently bought Twitter after all, huh? That was weird. You know, he said he was going to, then he wasn't. Does that mean you're off Twitter? Is that going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back and we officially move That's the best That's kind of what I'm suggesting is I have no desire to continue using Twitter now that it is owned by Elon Musk. Hey, I, I've pondered setting up a Discord server for the besties. And yeah, I'm just all the social media is a fucking scam. It just exists to try to sell you shit at this point. Should we I move? Just, I fucking hate it. Should we move to TikTok? No. I want to look to see if there's some sort. Obviously, I'm aware of some alternatives to Twitter. Like, there's like this open source decentralized platform called Mastodon, but that doesn't really appeal to me the decentralized nature of it and having multiple servers and blah, 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 blah. That isn't it. I'm, I'm curious if there is, though, another alternative that is not Parler or Truth Social or, or whatever. Um, that maybe some relatively normal people use that we could all agree to go join. I don't know. I've heard of Gab, but I don't know what that really is. There's a new one called Counter Social, but I don't really know what that is either. I have to do some digging. I suppose it depends on what you're looking for. Like, are you looking for a place to, you know, what are you using Twitter for right now anyways? Nothing. I was impressed you chimed into the bestie chat. That's the first time I've typed anything onto Twitter probably in a month. Yeah. So, you know, 
like I said, we could move the bestie chat to like a discord, which would just be for the besties. And I suppose we could consider inviting other people in. Um, and you can set up different sections for the different, you know, and by you, I mean, I would set up different sections for things. I ain't doing shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, I have found, I want to say, I, I suppose I don't know for sure. I feel like my Twitter presence is less. Uh, let's see. I sent out the email thing. I retweeted Dustin Rhodes. I talked about, okay. So I sent out, you know, one, two, three, four tweets today, which is less technically than only one the day before that. Only two the day before that. So, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I, I have even backed off a little bit, but it's more, you know, I still enjoy checking out some of it and I enjoy the bestie chat, but I'm not going to blame you if you leave Twitter. I'm honestly not. We're, the we're problem not is using... I don't want to lose touch with all the besties. I don't really use it, but I do, I do still pop in and skim through and read mm-hmm. the bullshit well, that's then, going then on. Let's, let's put it out to the three besties who listen each week. Um, you know, what do you think? Are you going to... You know, here we the asked them this and they were like, nah, we don't need no discord. So, you know, well, yeah, but question. So question one is, are you planning on staying on Twitter if it becomes property of Elon Musk? Of course they are. Nobody takes principled stands except for Doc Manson. Number two, do you know of any other social media outlets that we could explore? And number three, if we did move the if we were. If we had to move the bestie chat off of Twitter, where would you prefer it to go? I would like it to not be Facebook. Because I feel like that's kind of just the same problem that you're having with Twitter. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm not going to Facebook. So, no, definitely not. Facebook. I think I think we could create a discord server. um, Or we could, you know keep it here and check in or I don't know. We just do an email. We just reply all every time we have something to say, just constantly replying all MySpace still around. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I, I had seen it and I don't know. I didn't. Are they going to just do that? Like, is a sale already happened and they're just not making a big deal of it? I mean, Elon says the deal is done and he is now the owner, um, but Twitter has not yet commented. So yeah. I, I don't know. I I feel like, you know, as, so, as someone who considered going, even though we've had this conversation many times, as someone who considered going and getting a Powerball ticket because eight hundred million dollars, pretty nice. Um I feel like all of these people, and we could talk, you know, I don't want to talk about Kanye West, but you reach a certain level of fame and fortune, and I think you just lose your mind. Because Elon Musk has never presented to me as a sane person. Mark Mark Zuckerberg is not a sane person. Kanye West is not a sane person. I think you lose touch with reality when you 
have the amount of money and influence that these people do. You start living on a different plane of existence than everybody else. So, I don't know. I am happy to move, but I, you know, I don't want to move and then have like it's three people chatting and other people aren't, you know. Oh, you know, for sure that's exactly what it's going to be. I mean, that's the reason why a move will never actually work. I don't know. I think we could get some, but we'd have to see. I think we'd we'd just have it going in both places. We would have the bestie chat, and then we'd have a bestie chat on Discord. But I don't know. You know, there was a time not too long ago when none of us were on Twitter. And I think there'll be a time in the not so different distant future where none of us are on Twitter again. The question just becomes where we'll be. So if Doc Manson leaves Twitter, does that mean Doc Manson leaves the podcast or you're just going to be a podcast host who has no social media? I don't know. It's maybe about time we wrap this thing up. I have that thought every day or so now, so. You're blinking, but I also know there's a hint of truth in this. <laughs> like, you're lucky. I like talking to you. I, I I do understand that, but I also like I've had that thought. If we if, let's get real, I've had that thought a couple of times too, where I was just like, at what point are we doing this? Just because a it's what we do, and b we know I'll talk to you in summer of 2023 when you have some free time. you can all presume the vigorous nodding happening on the other side um you know this is episode 340 you want to put a pin in it at 350 and we just do a 10 more and ride off into the sunset we're gonna do 10 more but it's gonna be one a year for the next 10 years (laughs) the ddt awards is back everybody it's back We are going to make that list show, Brandon Banks, and we'll be done with it by 2100. So you can chime in besties on that, too. You know, are are we done? Have we come to the end of the era? Jeremy just knew before the rest of us. Jeremy knew, and he had the good sense to leave in July, and we've all been just sort of... Nobody's heard from Jeremy. Nobody's heard from Jeremy. I hope he's alive. The uh, uh, Piece of Business podcast just recorded episode 100, and I know attempts were made to reach out to Jeremy to at least try to get him back for the anniversary episode. And Not a peep, huh? Not a peep. Not a peep, not a peep. So I hope he's okay. Say that all the time. Hope he's doing all right. But we will see. All right. Let's get to the emails because really that's another reason why we want to hear from you. Uh, I'm going to go out of order because we did allude to uh, the email about the government. Simon sent in and I haven't clicked it yet, but I'm assuming I'm going to read this one. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Here we go. You want to take a break? Go ahead. I'm going to get something to drink. I'll be right back. Go for it. The Government by Simon. I shall try my best. Remember, you did ask for it. I did. Liz Truss won a leadership election mere weeks ago. I did know that. She met and killed the queen with a handshake. Oh, 
Oh, Doc is going to be so sad. He's gone. She met and killed the queen with a handshake. The country was sad. Killing the queen was bad. King Charles had problems writing with a fountain pen. Liz Truss believed in nothing good. She read good books by clever people and didn't understand them. And she wrote her own book and called the British workers lazy and work shy. That's a word we don't often use here in the States. The people around her were connected to or worked for secretly funded think tanks. When they told her what was necessary for the economy, she did it. And she repeated three or four word slogans to everyone she was interviewed by because she's a bear, a very little brain, and it's all they could drum into her. Wow. Wouldn't you know it, giving the top earners money back from their taxes so that wealth would trickle down to everyone else required borrowing of huge levels. Gigantic. Scared the shit out of the markets and tanked the economy. The Bank of England stepped in and temporarily covered some of the debt so that things like pensions didn't evaporate. It was a bad plan. She said she wouldn't U-turn. She U-turned. She fired the man who put his name on the economic plan, even though he was doing what she told her to do, or she told him to do, I'm assuming. Sadly, that's not surprising. That, that's kind of how everybody needs a fall guy. She replaced that man with an actual adult. The adult is named Hunt with an H. Hunt himself was largely responsible for destroying the National Health Service and attempting to sell off the parts same as Richard Gere's job in Pretty Woman, but with hospital services, not businesses. The adult now in charge of the economy changed every horrid financial decision she had made. Hey, horrid. Then the man in control of the governing party, Tony Khan, if you will, privately told her to sit down and shut up. Liz was still champion, but not really, because the next time she got in the political ring, she did indeed just sit and shut up. Uh, you missed that apparently, according to Simon, Liz Truss killed Queen Elizabeth with a handshake. Cool. Other government members answered the questions, and the hunt in charge of the economy rescued it and stopped Wall Street and London stock people from panicking. He did it with union flags behind him when he spoke to the country because he was secretly speaking to the financial markets. Wink, wink. A lot of rubbish government people quit to get rid of our last prime minister. One or two left because of our new prime minister. For example, to help one of her ideas get off the ground, Dizzy Liz needed workers. Cheap workers who are already working six million jobs a day for not a lot of money. Foreign workers. The government ran an election in 2019 and won by promising to make it really hard for foreigners to come here to Britain. Even really poor ones fleeing nasty things and risking death to float in a rubber boat over here. The government wanted to stop all of that. So the fact Dizzy Miss Lizzie needs workers to come from other countries really quickly and easily to do jobs puts her in a bit of a jam. Parts of her government really like stopping people coming here. One of those is called Cruella Braverman. That can't be her real name. She was so upset that Liz wanted to make it a bit, a bit easier for foreigners to work here, she accidentally emailed important stuff to her own private account and decided, oops, I'd better resign then. Government officials gone, prime minister, pointless. So at this point, you may say that ones left to govern us are the ones no one picked in gym class. Even the ones who got picked last think these people are losers. 
So friends in our wrestling company, the boss decided our champion was useless, but still in charge, but not really. Then another group, a better group called Labor, decided, hey, it's open mic night and we can debate anything. Let's call for a vote on fracking. Fracking is very unpopular, but the government are stuck being very pro-fracking in public. Because if we remember from earlier, our dizzy Miss Lizzie is stupid and therefore guided into allowing things that hurt our country but make some people rich. Fracking. Labor, the little scamps, decided they'd try and get fracking voted out of existence. The government were stuck. They couldn't vote with the rival labor and ban fracking because Liz and the government loved it and labor smell and too boo labor, even though they knew it was unpopular with normal voters and politicians eventually answer to normal voters. Vote with labor, mortally wound the government, but possibly save yourself in future elections or side with Dizzy Liz and her policy and most likely lose your office in the next election. What did they do? Well, the big boss came down to the ring, Tony Khan again, and told them they had to vote in support of the government and they had no choice because it would be seen as a vote of no confidence if the vote was lost. So labor was defeated. Fracking is still potentially going to happen. People either voted in support of the government in enough numbers or some cowards abstained. Either way, yay for the government. Except, dear friends, no, it wasn't yay for the government. There were actual fights after the vote. On paper, it went the right way, but in reality, the government is divided. Today, Dizzy Miss Liz had another meeting with the government version of Tony Khan. It went something like, I can still be in charge. Nope, Liz, can I stop you there? You have a face like Joan Rivers licking piss off a nettle. The moving van is coming in a week. Fuckity bye. <laughs> which, which as of this moment, I don't know how this works with our, with our uh, podcast masters. I'd like to propose that fuckity bye be the name of this episode. <laughs> Dizzy Miss Liz went fuckity bye, claiming she no longer had a mandate to run the country. Actually, I'm going to table that. Fuckity bye is what we title our last episode in 10 weeks. It's not clear she ever even had a mandate. The nasty conservatives won that mandate in 2019. Time and people and politicians have moved on. I might think I've had the same wheelchair for a decade, old faithful. But if in that decade the back wheels were changed in 2014, the front wheels in 2016, brakes were replaced in 2018, and new push rails were added in 2020, it begs the question, is it the same wheelchair? That's the same... Uh, the ship of Theseus! That's it. That's the same debate Vision had in WandaVision. They don't need to call a general election legally. They are in power and we voted them in. They can and will change their leaders. If they called the general election, they would lose, but they should because the permission we gave them to run the country has long since expired. They used to be with it. Then the government changed what it meant. Now what it means isn't what they were elected on. And what they were elected on is self-harmful at best and self-destructive at worst. Dear, oh dear. Simon, you are a fantastic writer. I just want you to know that you are a fantastic writer. Uh, well, there we go. And now uh, Britain has a prime minister named, last I checked, Rikishi Snuka. And so uh, congratulations to Mr. Snuka. Long may he reign, even though there was an interview where he said he knows lots of people, you know, rich people, powerful people, uh, upper class, working class. No, wait a minute. I don't know anyone in the working class. 
And he had that as an on-camera interview, and now he's the prime minister. And I was just like, all right, we're all just we're all just gonna go fuckity by in a little bit. So are you now super educated? You know what's going on? I mean, I was before too. Oh. Well, I was not, so if there was Where one word get- to describe me that was hyphenated, it might be super educated. You are super educated. I didn't know UK political structures and l- recent political history was in your wheelhouse, but I should Well, that known. wasn't what you asked, but. True. All right. Yeah, fair. Okay. You win because you're super educated. Uh, Jeffrey chimes also in. An asshole. Hello from the vineyard. Hey, guys. Thanks for doing my pasta shaped bracket. That was fun. Wagon Wheels was upset in the first round. I was disappointed, but it was still fun to listen to. And yes, it was a number one as it was a childhood thing. Smiley face. Here's another few guys. Pizza. I included pizza chains, frozen pizza, one in each quarter and two famous places in Connecticut. Here it is. As usual, no particular order, but Amy's and Domino's are seated one and two. All right, let me pop this in here. And Thanks, guys. Hope you are well. Loving this weather. High 50s during the day and 40s at night. Love it. What's your favorite weather slash season? Thanks, Jeffrey from Massachusetts, who doesn't have Twitter except for my iPhone. I like the fall. Uh, yeah, I, I like, you know, the weather today was pretty ideal. Yeah. You know, I, I like when high, the, I like the foliage when it changes. I like a nice, cool day. You know, yeah, that's all good. High 50s, low 60s kind of what i'm all about uh all right here uh we'll have to if we do move to discord then perhaps we can get jeffrey into the bestie chat uh the well, pizza bracket last I, time and nobody bought nobody bit so well, i don't know man i have to look up amy's pizza because i am not i've never heard of amy's pizza so oh okay uh i know the company they make burritos that my wife enjoys um but I've never had their pizza. So Amy's frozen pizza or Bertucci's. I'm going to go with Bertucci's because I've had Bertucci's. But I wouldn't say Bertucci's is particularly good. Jeffrey, you got to stop telling us your first pick because I think subconsciously we just. I have right never away. heard of Amy's pizza. I've literally never heard of yeah. it. Yeah. Whole Foods. Um, yeah. We've done the burritos before. I've never done. I don't think I've ever done their pizza. I imagine uh, I, I I don't go to Whole Foods because there isn't one close really, but there's one be. opening before too long. So maybe I will know Amy's Pizza before too long. When does that open? Oh, uh, typing in town. Started in June. Groundbreaking in June. Yeah, it doesn't say. Anyways, uh, Pizza Hut or Little Caesars? Uh, Pizza Hut, one hundred percent. Correct. I had, like Little Caesars. I've never had Little Caesars. It's good. I used to get it. My it, my grandmother lived down the street from once. We used to get it a lot when I was a kid. Uh, but Pizza Hut used to have something called the Bigfoot Pizza, mm. and I just feel like they were really the the um, innovators of pizza in the late '80s, early '90s. I feel like the first time I heard of stuffed crust and yep. all that sort of stuff, it was all Pizza Hut. So Pizza Hut well, for sure, and a, and a pizza buffet. Yes, please. The only restaurant where I've been left as collateral. Yeah, I will. You've told that story before. I, I do. I will say, though, the best. Mm, second best. Second best. 
the second best mascot probably on this list is pizza, little pizza. caesars yeah pizza pizza's got a great catch line he's cute he's he's pretty great um papaginos or california pizza papaginos correct newman's own which is a frozen pizza or pizzeria regina never heard of it but i like newman's own i prefer newman's own for a lot of different things so fair Chuck E. Cheese or Frank Pepe? Pepe's. Mystic Pizza or Red Baron Frozen Pizza? I have had Mystic Pizza, um, but I will say, in terms of being the largest pizza for the cheapest that you can get at a grocery store, I'm going with the Red Baron. This shows me how little I have frozen pizza. I've never had any of these. Red Baron is like, you can get a big pizza for like four bucks, huh. like when it's on sale anyways, a lot and of times. It, and is it good? I like it. I think it's just as good, if not better than like your, um, DiGiorno's or your, um, what's the other big one for shut for, for sh- something. I forgot the name. It's up to the F, but anyways, I like it better than DiGiorno personally. I like Helios. the sauce better. Where's Elio's on this list? Yeah, Elio's would be a good dark horse for like a real cheap thing. Uh, yeah, Elio's is pretty good. Uh, Papa John's or Tombstone? I'm gonna give it to Tombstone because Papa John's is run by a crazy person. Yeah, and Sabaros. Tombstone actually has a nice spicy sauce, or at least it used to. I haven't had Tombstone since I was much younger. It used to have a nice spicy sauce, which I appreciated. Um. Maybe I have had tombstone. Sabaros or Domino's? What do you want on your tombstone? Remember those commercials? And cheese. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to go with Domino's. Yeah, I was never. Sabaros is like, don't get me wrong. I know earlier you said like buffet pizza is where it's at, but Sabaros is like the saddest worst of buffet pizza. Like it's never good. Yeah, not a not a Sabaros guy. Domino's, pretty good. All right, Bertucci's or Pizza Hut? Pizza Hut. It makes me sad that there aren't really any Pizza Huts around here anymore. There are not. Let's. There was one. Yeah, there was one near where I grew up. There's apparently a Pizza Hut Express. There's two Pizza Hut Expresses um, in the in the place we go shopping, but I don't know where huh. they are. So. Yeah. For a while, there was a Kentaco hut not too far from here. Yeah. But I don't think it's a Kentaco hut anymore. Yeah. Papaginos or Newman's Own? I'll go with Newman's Own. Wow. I would be going with uh, Papaginos. I think and I've actually, had Papaginos like once in my life. So. I'm pretty sure for me, just for the nostalgia, I think Papaginos would win my bracket. If, if okay. Was, uh, As I said, a, I honestly think I've eaten yeah. there maybe once in my life. So. I'm assuming Pepe's over Red Baron. Yeah, I guess so. And Tombstone or Domino's? I'll go Domino's. I certainly have eaten it more often, although I think it's a lesser quality pizza. That's weird, right? To think that like a frozen pizza is better than... (laughs) uh, I I hesitate to call it a fresh made pizza. Have, I don't you had know it that since, have you had it since they revamped everything? No, I have not. 
I, you know, there's one that will deliver. It's right down the road. We've gotten it before. It's usually a, we have no energy to even think about where we want to order food. Let's just click a button and get Domino's. It's not. Have bad. they revamped it recently? Because I feel like the last time they revamped it was like a decade ago. And I don't think I've had it since then. I, I feel like they've revamped in the last few years, but I honestly suppose I don't know. I feel so. like at some point you were telling me that like they put like some sort of like garlic sauce on the crust now. Yes. And I feel like that was a decade ago, but I have no idea. Uh, time really for me has lost its meaning. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We are now we are now less than six months away from us turning 40, Doc. Maybe we need to last at least that long. Whatever, old man. You're older than I am. True. True. Pizza Hut or Newman's Own? I'm going to get myself one of those propeller beanies. (laughs) Capture your youth. Yeah. I'm the young worker snapper around here. Wear it with your red and green sweater. Pizza Hut or Newman's Own? Based off the strength of my nostalgia, I'm going to say Pizza Hut. Uh, Frank Pepe's or Domino's? Frank Pepe's. Pepe's legitimately might be the best pizza I've ever had. So Why? Tell me on it, because I don't think I've ever had it. Why? It's just good. It's got a nice, really thin crust. They cook it on a brick oven. It gets nice and crispy. It's very traditional. You can get it with like chunks of tomato as opposed to a nice pureed sauce. Their traditional pie doesn't even come with mozzarella on it. Um, you can get it with fresh Parmesan I grated on it and then mozzarella on top of that. And you put yourself some nice fresh minced garlic onto it. Mwah. Oh, my goodness. It's just so good. It's 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 like pizza meant to be pizza. You know what I mean? So is it like a cracker? It's not that thin. No, it's All not right. that crispy, but. I don't want I don't want a cracker with sauce. I love Pepe's. I love it. It's good. It just tastes fresh and delicious. Oh my God. Good quality of ingredients. All right. That's fair. There you go, Jeffrey. Frank Pepe's winner of the pizza bracket. Thank you as always from your email. Nate chimes in with bismal thoughts. Bismal? Mm hmm. Dismal? I don't know. Abysmal? Is it the opposite of. Maybe Maybe we'll get some context from the email. Hello, gentlemen. Hasn't been as busy or chaotic the last week, so this will be kind of a short email. Not too much on my mind, but I still have a question, a piece for this week. DC, what is something, whether it be a match type or camera angle or what have you, that older wrestling did that you wish they did nowadays? Doc, do you like Rob Zombie's movies? I liked his Halloween movies. But watched House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects last night, and I wasn't a fan. Listening to your show is the highlight of my week. Have a great night, guys. Your bestie, Nate, sent from my iPhone. Uh, uh, let's, let's pull this back to uh, the bestie chat from the last day or two. Uh, something from that older wrestling did that I wish they did nowadays is it's crazy to say a finishing move would end a match 90 to 95% of the time. 
Yeah. I really don't feel like there is such a thing as a finisher anymore. You've got signature moves, certainly. Yeah. But, you know, when Hulk Hogan hits you with that big boot and then drop that leg, how, how long into his WWF run before somebody kicked out of that? Maybe the Warrior? Maybe. Like, it might have gone. He might have made it the entirety of his stint in the 80s before somebody kicked out of that move. Like, he beat Andre with it. He beat Savage with it. He beat the Iron Sheik with it. You know, finishers ended matches. Now, sometimes a finisher will end a match, but it's much more likely that it's going to be, you know, a roll-up or... Usually it's six finishers, a surprise big move, and a roll-up, and that's the match. Yeah. You know, and I don't have a problem with that sometimes. But, you know, and this is one of the things, maybe I mentioned it before, that concerns me about a Triple H run NXT or WWE in that matter is that that's all wrestling is going to be. Every main event match or every big match is going to last 15 minutes too long because we have to have false finishes in every single situation. It doesn't need to be that way. Roman Reigns is going to wrestle Logan Paul in um, Saudi Arabia. I won't watch. Doc won't watch. But he better finish it with a single Superman punch. Logan Paul should not be beat, need multiple finishers slash spears to lose. He, he does if you want to build him up. Well, I don't need to build him up, but that's just me. Yeah, fair enough. T- Tell me about Rob Zombie movies. Like them, love them, hate them. What do you got? Um, I will say, though, just going back to what you were saying, because it just makes me think older school wrestling and the news that they brought back Gallows and Anderson. Mm. I'd like to see a uh, Southpaw Wrestling get a uh, revival. I think that, that could be, nice. be fun. That would be nice. It It does feel like, you know, Triple H is letting him on Twitch again. Um you know, there there is, you know, Tyler Breeze is part of Up Up Down Down, which is technically a WWE property, but Tyler Breeze doesn't work for WWE. So, you know, I think that would be fun. Like wrestling is good when it doesn't take itself so seriously. Yeah. Um Rob Zombie's movies are mm, fine, I guess. Kind of like his music. Um, it's fine. The first Halloween, I thought, had good parts to it, but I also thought it filled out a lot of backstory that didn't ever need to be filled out. Like, it seemed largely unnecessary. But that said, it was mostly a good movie, and I think the actual, like, horror scenes were well done. There was a nice intensity to it. Um, Halloween 2 was maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I don't know. Um House of a Thousand Corpses was interesting. I don't think it's a good movie, and I can understand you not being a fan, but it came out at a time when all of the horror movies hitting theaters being produced by Hollywood were PG-13, snooze fests, bloodless, teen-friendly bullshit. And so to have this relatively at that point, I mean, right. He was well known for his music, but he was an unknown as a filmmaker and for Rob zombie to basically make an independent film for practically no money that came out of nowhere 
and practically, I think, had like an NC-17 rating, barely could get approved to play in theaters. Like, that movie really did mean something to horror fans at the time that it came out. I will say, I don't think it's a particularly good movie. I don't think it's particularly interesting. I think the whole last act of that movie just goes sideways bonkers in a way that really doesn't make any sense. Maybe the lead up to it, the the rat movie, if they had finished that movie, maybe I would think about it more fondly, but I think it just kind of took a right turn into strangeness. Um, And I've actually, I don't know. I've never seen the devil's rejects. People talk about it very highly um, as well as the third movie in that series. Uh, I think three from hell, I think is the name of it. Um, But my impression of those films was, yes, I think they're still kind of gory and intense, but I've always heard that they were really more action movies with maybe a bit of a horror bend to them. And it just never really appealed to me. I never thought he was a strong enough filmmaker to want to see them. He has had some smaller movies, like he had uh, 31, which I watched. It was fine. And he just released that Monsters remake on... Netflix, but he keeps, he's one of those people who just always casts his wife and stuff, and she's not a good actress. So, like, I, I've heard really bad things about that Monsters remake. So, overall, no, I don't really like Rob Zombie's movies. I thought his first Halloween was probably the strongest of his filmography. I appreciate House of a Thousand Corpses while also acknowledging I don't think it's a good film. And yeah, that's about as much as I can say about Rob Zombie. I wanted. Uh, I want. I wish I liked them more than I did. Is there another horror movie that we should be talking about, um, or like, is it going to come up later in the episode? I don't know. Have you seen Halloween Ends yet? Oh, I have. Yeah, I have. What I've seen the I'll, pitch meeting. I'll talk about <laughs> it later. All right. I will talk about my piece of positivity. Yeah, I've seen the pitch meeting for it, so I have some questions, but okay. Uh, thank you, Nate. Glenn, barbecue? Hey, guys. It's been a hellish day at work today. Just a quick question before I go to bed. If you go to somebody's barbecue party, what are the go-to foods you have off the grill? Thanks, as always. Glenn. Glenn, you presumptuous bastard. You assume people invite us to barbecue parties. It's been a long time. Um, but if I were to go to a barbecue party, I would eat anything coming off the grill. Yeah, I suppose it depends, you know. Uh, I am happy ta- with a hot dog. Yep. Hamburger. Yep. Veggie burger. I would eat a veggie burger if that was like the option. Absolutely. If yeah. I had a choice, I would eat meat first. Yes. But, but. I would eat a veggie burger. You know, I like veggie the, burgers. Most of the barbecues, quote unquote, that I go to are hamburger hot dog. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe some like bratwursts. Right. Which again is just a hot dog. Uh, if I could go to a fancy barbecue yeah. party that would had, uh, I don't know, like some spatch cocked chicken. Yeah. Or a beer me, can chicken or a ribs. A, yeah. Give me some, you know, a dark chicken quarter. I'll take that. I'll take a couple ribs if you're offering. You I used, some, there was, I went to one. It was less a barbecue, and I think it was more like a Jack and Jill party for someone getting married. But it was like your traditional sort of pig roast where, like, they buried the pig. You know what oh, I mean? Man. 
Yeah. Nice. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. I've but. not been to one of those and I would like to go. Um, but yeah, so for me, you know, um, hot dog, really. I can make hamburgers anywhere. Um, but a hot dog off the grill is the ideal way to eat a hot dog, in my opinion. So, and you can only have it once a year. So that, that's it, too. Thanks for the email, Glenn. Hope you are doing well. Che sent us two emails, one, oh, both on the same day, even. The first one is glorifying. Hey, gents, I recently watched the Jeffrey Dahmer dramatization on Netflix. As with Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, and other American serial killers, I had always heard the names and knew of their crimes, never really knew the full stories. So over time, I've watched these Netflix shows out of genuine curiosity, felt sorry for the victims and families, then got on with my life. I've seen the Dahmer show come in for serious criticism on the Twitter for glorifying the crimes and turning Dahmer into some cult figure who was misunderstood and clearly troubled as a youth. Where do you stand on these kinds of shows in general? Should Netflix be putting these things uh, into modern society against victims' families' wishes, or should horrible cases like this be kept in the past and off streaming services? Hope you're both well and have an eye on slowing down towards the end of the year. All the best, Che. Uh, I've not seen any of these shows. I have no interest in any of these shows. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where I don't like that the victims' families are uncomfortable, and I would prefer that. Not to be the case, but if these are profitable, I'm also slightly understanding that a company that like Netflix is going to care less about it. I don't like it, but I at least understand the thought process. But yeah, I I did not know Jeffrey Dahmer had a show until I you know saw enough people talking about it on Twitter that I actually looked into it. Yeah, I. I don't like these shows. I haven't watched any of them. I do think it glorifies things and I, I don't watch them personally. I, so I guess I'm against them. I don't, I'm not necessarily against them existing, but I have no interest. I do think that if the victims families, um, don't want their, like, like their family members included in your dramatization, then they should not be included. Um, and I will say it's a little, I don't know. Dahmer is, especially difficult because Dahmer was only caught like in the early nineties, which I realize is like 30 years ago now, but the grand scheme of things 30 years ago is not that long ago. So I don't know. I kind of feel like Dahmer. I mean, even, I don't know. Cause when was, cause John Wayne Gacy was earlier, right? He was like seventies. Was it? Yeah, I mean, he might have been caught in the 80s. So, I mean, that's even at least a little bit more time. But yeah, I don't know. Like, There's got to be like, like, how about this? Like, you know how Disney keeps expanding the amount of time that they have their trademark and copyright on fucking Mickey Mouse? Like, if if I can't make a movie about Mickey Mouse, I don't, I think that whatever that amount of time is, a hundred years on the copyright or whatever, I think that should be the amount of time on the crimes of Jeffrey Dahmer also. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that's kind of, that's just kind of (laughs) shitty. Yeah. I I don't like the idea that we profit off, we, the royal we, companies, people, 
profit off of tragedy. They will eventually, maybe, I don't know, maybe not anymore after the whole Alex Jones thing, but somebody is going to try to do some sort of dramatization of Sandy Hook, and that will make me feel uncomfortable. I was not a, I'm not a family member of a victim or anything, but as an educator living in the same state, I'm going to bristle at that. And I, but, but then again, they're hugely popular. So what does that say about us as a... Only bad things. Know, society. So another one from Che. Hi again, gents. A topic in the bestie chat has jogged my memory of a question I thought of earlier in the week. Which wrestlers have the best versions of regular moves? For example, I'm a big fan of Carl Anderson's Spinebuster, Brock's German suplex. And we all remember the perfect bridging on Peyton Royce's Northern Lights suplex. Right, chow for now, fellas. Che. Peyton's, I thought it was a fisherman's suplex, but I could be wrong. But Peyton's bridge is a sight to behold. Doesn't Hardcore Holly have an awesome dropkick, like standing dropkick? Yes, as does Randy Orton, for that matter. Yeah. Um, but yes. Uh, let's see. The conversation was about the DDT. Um, <sighs> I find it hard to think of anyone that did it better than Jake. Agreed. Like, you know, Rave, I like Ravens. Art Anderson did everything well, but Jake's DDT, I think, was fantastic. Um, I like Arn's. Uh, my spine buster for me, it's a tie between Arn Anderson and uh, Ron Simmons, Farouk, because it's two very different moves. Yeah. Arn's is, Arn's is very, you know, technically sound and precise. Farouk puts you through the floor. Where's uh, Batista fall on that list? This is fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. All right. You know, power bomb. A power bomb's different. Like a power, you know, power bomb. Vader. Again, yeah. I want somebody who, you know, Roman Reigns' power bomb was always terrible, so much so that he does no lifting moves anymore. Um, you know, who has the best clothesline? I would say JBL, except it's his finisher, so that doesn't count. Is that what you're distinguishing here? Well, I thought that's what he said. Well, then in which case it can't be Jake's DDT because it's his finisher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think he just means like regular. Although, wasn't Dropkick Hardcore Holly's finisher? No, he had the Alabama Slam. Oh, that's right. Puts a guy over his head. It's it's an elevated spine buster, but you know. Yeah, you know, JBL's is good. Although John Moxley has a good clothesline because he legit knocked Adam Page out with it. Apparently. Yeah. You know. It's, it's interesting, you know, the back when I did the DDT poll um, or the, you know, yeah, the DDT 150 or whatever it was, when I asked all sorts of questions, that was one of the segments that PWI used to do, who had the best clothesline, who has the best this. I like Brock's German suplexes fine. They're not my favorite. I like angles. I like, I liked Benoit's. Uh so yeah, that's interesting. The best suplex, I still say, is the perfect plex. But that's just me. Yeah, real good. Thank you, Che. Interesting to hear Bestie's way in on that. Our last email is two from the misses. 
Happy Hollow Weekend. Dear DC and Doc, happy almost Hollow Weekend. I know Halloween is technically on a Monday, but I feel like we'll do the majority of celebrating over the weekend. And by celebrating, I mean constructing a gingerbread. Well, I think it's chocolate. Halloween mansion out of cookies and candy and icing. Many thanks, Trader Joe's. And maybe baking a pumpkin confection. And finally, watching Hellraiser. While we did see GQ last week, oh, we enjoyed Joe Bob's Halloween hangout instead of Hellraiser and watched Elvira's Haunted Hills. Her hills were magnificent. Yes, they are. Have a safe and happy Halloween and may no one give your packages of raisins in your treat bags. Stay spooky. Not spooky, spooky, Mrs. Manson. P.S. Doc needs a kitty collar with a bell on it. This man is a ninja, and the number of times I get startled by him in our own house is astronomical by this point in our relationship. Earlier this weekend, we celebrated our 14th anniversary of becoming a couple. After 14 years, you'd think I'd be used to it. Alas, I am not. Happy anniversary, Doc. Thanks for always keeping me on my toes. God damn it, Mrs. M. When I went downstairs to get that uh, glass of water, I don't know if you yes. heard it on the microphone. Uh, there was shrieking. No, I don't think I heard it. I but surprised I was also, the hell out of her. But I was also reading. I, I, I am told I am startlingly like I have to like announce myself. Like I have to walk. I have to That's what I am told. There. And I don't, I don't see it. I feel like I'm like, dun, 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 especially going down the stairs. I feel like I'm just making the biggest racket in the world, but yeah, apparently not. Nope. Like if my wife's in the kitchen and her back is to me, I have to either knock on the wall or cough. And even that sometimes will start. start yes. Over. Yes. Me too. So sometimes I just whisper, I go, I, that doesn't which work, I would, which I would think would be even creepier. But sometimes there's I no think. way not to startle these people. That's what I have learned. Throw things. <laughs> yeah, right. Or you just have to scream. I'm coming down the stairs now. I've done that. You better believe. Hello. All right. I'm coming in the bedroom. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go around the corner, coming in the bathroom. I don't know if you can hear me. Because uh, sometimes she's in there doing laundry, and she's like got her head bent over, like trying to get stuff out of the bottom of the laundry, and she can't hear me. And I don't fucking know where she is or what she's doing. That's why you got to get Google Glass that has like the GPS in. Mm, mm. Remember Google Glass? Remember Google Glass? I do. I've seen one person in my life wearing Google Glass. That's it. I don't think I've ever seen anybody wearing it. Uh, one part, a, a taxi driver on Martha's Vineyard yeah. had Google Glass. Uh, thank you to Jeffrey and Nate and Glenn and Simon and Che and Che and Mrs. Manson and Mrs. Manson. We love your emails. Have a wonderful week. Doc Manson, let's hear it. How is GQ? The bastard still did not write back. I'm going to text him again because I'm an ass. Um. He's doing well. He misses He's you. good. He's all recovered. I don't think that's true because he didn't text me back. Um, I think he's mostly recovered at this point. He was having some longer symptoms um, from his COVID escapades. Something to do with, I don't, know, I don't know if it was, it was an issue with the jaw, but maybe related to the sinuses was my guess, but I don't know. I, I think he was thinking 
actual jaw. Um, and the doctor, I think, maybe gave him some steroids or something. So what do I know? I don't know. But And I think the missus had some longer respiratory lingering you know, stuff. So, but I think they're, they're coming out on the other side of it at this point. So, um, mostly good, mostly good. Oh, you know, this might be my fault. I still have his like parents' phone number, his mom's phone number from when we were in high school. I may be trying to send texts to that. He did tell me that he got a text from you and he was sorry that he hadn't replied, but he was like not getting notifications or something. So take that as you will. All right. Because even after he said that to me, he still didn't respond to you. So I don't know. I've just deleted the the old phone number. So maybe I'll send it again. Nah. No, I think I'll send it again just to be. But anyways, yeah, I wrote, I assume you've either recovered from the illness or died. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you bastard. All right, what's your piece of positivity? What's getting you through the week? Well, as you know, Monday is Halloween. It is. And I love the Halloween season. And one of the things I love most about the Halloween season is our annual tradition around here. The Sound Scary Halloween Spooktacular. Oh, we getting it this year? Are we getting it? We're getting a spooktacular. GQ is hard at work, I assume, um, editing the spooktacular together. We recorded it on Friday night. I'm looking very forward to getting that out there. And if you would like to hear my full thoughts about this latest Halloween trilogy, including Halloween ends, I would encourage you to check out the sound scary 2022 Halloween spooktacular. When it drops, you're you're not even going to talk about it on this. You're going to make us wait for that. You shithead all right <laughs> i i can't wait to hear about cody i want to know what you think about cody uh yeah Corey. no Corey. his name is Corey, not cody Corey cunningham all right i'll wait i was gonna listen to it anyways because it's two of my favorite people but uh now i now, now i have to listen now i have to listen i dropped uh, my I- big um my big theory also Towards the end of that discussion, I I go on a bit of a tangent talking about my giant theory about how this new Halloween series is actually a relatively poorly constructed political allegory. Okay, I look forward to that as well. Have I talked to you about the Roku channel yet? No. My piece of positivity this week is the Roku channel. All right. Um. I've only known one person, two people in my life that have ever owned a Roku itself. I've had one. Okay, three people. Uh, My parents parents, owned one. Five people. Anyone else before I continue? Hmm. Or are you frozen again? You might be frozen again. That might be all the Rokus that I'm aware of. I, I don't know. All right. Well, that's a lot. I should mention now. That when you started talking, you were talking about something right around the five minute mark and you froze for a little bit and you didn't. I said, oh, we might be frozen. And then when you came back, you were still talking. So I just sort of let it go. <laughs> yeah, I it, it said reconnecting and I knew you weren't there, but I just kept talking because. All right. That's what we do now. Uh, well, yeah, we have the we have the Roku's. 
Um, you know, we've never owned one. My parents had one, but they have a Roku channel. Yeah. And I was, I've been looking how to get in, how to get access to the Roku channel now that I don't have a Roku because I want to watch the Weird Al story or whatever that's called. Weird. Can I tell you what you do? Yeah, tell me. You just, it's an app. You just download it. Well, the app is not available on Apple TV. So, ah, I recommend a fire. (laughs) GQ wrote back, he died. That's I figured. (laughs) Wouldn't you feel bad? If that was Mrs. GQ that wrote that to you, wouldn't you feel bad? But I would have assumed she changed the pronoun, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, seamless editing. Seamless. Uh, the Roku channel, in addition to having the Weird Al story, also has, in case you're curious, um, the Mary Berry, Sue and Mel seasons of the Bake Off. No, I have no desire to watch those again. Sue and Mel are the most awful hosts in- of all time including the two seasons that never wound up making it onto Netflix. No, that's okay. I've seen them. They're terrible. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, they're really bad. Yeah. Not the, not the other ones. I enjoy Mel and Sue. I no, they're enjoy terrible. Mary Berry. That's fine. Mary Berry's fine, that. but Mel and Sue suck. They're the worst. But, but the, the original two pilot seasons are just not enjoyable. I thought the first season was kind of interesting, and I don't remember if they do this in the second season. They might have. Because they actually bring the tent different places. I thought that was interesting. Um, and like they do these aside things where like they will have Mel and Sue go places and you learn history about some dishes and things. I thought yeah, I that was that. awful. Yeah, I hate all of that. Sandy did that a little bit, and I hated that too. Okay. Um, but yeah, but it's exciting for us because we had watched all the the new ones and we like having it. It's our, you know, we fall asleep to it. It's mindless background noise. Uh, I like those earlier have- seasons only because Paul has a little more teeth those early seasons. Yes. And I like watching him be a dick. These days yes. he's a teddy bear. So, yes. Uh, I will also say, I believe they have Reno 911, which is a show I will always put on and enjoy never watched it. so i i think you'd enjoy the the improvisation element i think you would appreciate i remember um, it when it was on television and i always felt like it looked too dumb but again i didn't see there, a lot of it just there are certain parts of it there are certain parts of it that are too dumb uh but as someone you've seen the office oscars on it uh thomas lennon's always entertained like again i i would recommend Somewhere checking in my it out. brain i may have also crossed Reno 911 with Super Troopers and maybe I think it's yeah, I've never seen Super Troopers. Then it is. I I don't know. That might be on me. Yeah. I've never seen Super Troopers. Uh but yeah, the Roku channel, it's free. It's they have ads, but it's free. I recommend it. Cool. Well, there we go, friends. That's episode 340. Hope you've enjoyed uh, you know, we took a little break. Maybe we'll just do maybe we'll just do two a month. Maybe that's how this works now. We'll, we'll move to bi weekly. If we say we're gonna do that, we're just gonna end the show. You know that, right? I don't think so. I think maybe we could do it for at least four episodes. <laughs> maybe. Anything else you'd like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that good night? You know it by now. Nobody new is listening.
Uh, podcast at ddtwrestling.com is our email address. And go to patreon.com forward slash ddtwrestling to give us some money. It helps us pay. That's all you need to know. It does help us with the with the hosting costs for the podcast. So uh, we really do appreciate it. That's, that's it. And, and, and I do want people to chime in, you know. It's, are we staying on Twitter? Are we relocating? What, what's your plans? I will the, say after the, uh, this, I will look Musk into apocalypse. Gab and Counter Social. Counter Social. Those are two that I know of that are Twitter like, um, but I, I, I really okay. don't know what they're all about. So I look forward to your book reports. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Have yourselves a hell of a hollow weekend, friends. Until we meet again, my friends. Fuckity bye. <laughs> I don't think I can put that in as a title on a podcast app, unfortunately. Damn it.